episode of the Needless Things podcast, where we talk about terrifying toys, monstrous movies, mortifying music, and all manner of pop culture spookiness. I am your host, Diabolical Dave, and as you all know, I only do the little voice thing for so long before uh, I've got a put a stop on and just talk like a regular hum- human being but uh it is time for another spooky halloween episode of the needless things podcast this week it is time for our october needless commentary which is the legendary movie the unappreciated or underappreciated movie idle hands uh, you're going to hear a lot of stories from all of us about how we found this movie, how we enjoyed it in the first place, and how we enjoy it now. It's an awesome film, and if you haven't seen it, which is entirely possible, because like I said, I feel like it's neglected and underappreciated, and it's it's an amazing horror comedy. Uh, please do check it out uh, with us, or before you listen to this, or however you want to do it. But before we get to that, we've got some spooky news <laughs> news first up i got to mention i will be making my return to the halloween puckin fuppet show on october the 23rd at 10 p.m. Uh, this is at the village theater if you are going to be in the metro atlanta area it is an awesome time uh, let's get weird, spooky weird, in person. Yes, this is in person. This is not any kind of virtual online event. Uh, the Halloween Puck and Fuppet Show is back with Halloween-themed puppet shows and new plague-friendly audience games for creeptacular prizes. Featuring special guests, Godric and Phantom Troublemaker. Hey, that's me, sometimes. Godric is an ancient extraterrestrial entity who has made his home on Earth. His internet show, Godric Action News, is known for having existed for a while. Godric likes eating garbage and dancing with potato people. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, And then Jack Fields is a Florida-based visual artist. He seeks to create work that transforms the world. He has created work for Heather Henson, They Might Be Giants, and United Arts of Central Florida. He is responsible for 30 H's, the most infamous Harry Potter fan fiction ever injected into the world's fragile psyche. The Puck and Fuppet Show is Atlanta's premier competitive puppet slam with cash prizes for first, second, and third place as voted for by the audience. Uh, it is 18 and up, beer and wine bar available, and uh, 
I'll just say it's a blast. It is, you know, now that things are happening again, this is an essential part of your Metro Atlanta Halloween. Please do come out. Uh, I will be there hosting uh, plague-friendly audience games, which I got to tell you guys, I don't know what that means yet, but I guess I'll be talking to Bo soon about what exactly that will be. Uh, All right. In other news... The Robo Skull Mark II Kickstarter launched, uh, well, yesterday for you guys. Uh, I will have more details about this on next month's Audible Interlude G.I. Joe podcast, which will be out the first Friday of November. But for now, I'm just going to say you can look up Skeletron on Facebook. That is the company that's producing this thing. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna give it a full rundown on Audible Interlude. But I'll just say for now, go check out the Robo Skull Mark II action figure vehicle Kickstarter, dude. This is crazy. This thing launched like two hours ago, if if not less, and it's already the goal is seventy eight thousand dollars. It's already to thirty one thousand four hundred and twenty five dollars, uh, and I am almost certainly going to back it. I haven't done it yet. I'm actually trying to figure out what level I want to go for because I have to have one of these things. And once you see it, you'll understand. But it's it's a it's basically like a really advanced TIE fighter, but instead of the regular pod, it's a skull. Like that's the easiest description. And this company is making it compatible with 118th scale and 112th scale action figures. Uh, it has the the interior compartment. The seat setup is there's a there's two seats for smaller figures, and then you can pull that entire seat setup out and put in one seat for larger figures. It's crazy. It's insane. Uh, I, like I was excited about it, but now that I've actually seen the Kickstarter page with all of the details, it's far surpassed my expectations and come in at a price that's lower than we had speculated uh, when we talked about it on Audible Interlude already. So, for more details about this thing, go check out the website, but also listen to uh, the next Audible Interlude in November. Uh, All right, moving along to other spooky news. Super 7's Boodega is back. And I gotta tell you, this is gonna sound horrible, but... I guess one of the silver linings of the situation the world has been in for the past year and a half is that there are some things that would have been localized that are now online. Uh, Super 7's Bodega is usually an event localized to either New York Comic Con or San Diego, uh, their their physical store in San Diego. Um Or is it San Francisco? I think they're in San Diego. Anyway, uh, usually the bodega is a you-have-to-be-there-to-get-the-stuff kind of thing. And then, like, later on, I think they put the stuff online. Something like that. But now, everything's online uh, today, October the 15th. uh, And, you guys, this is... You know, Super 7 always has great exclusives. Or usually has great exclusives. I feel like the past two San Diego Comic Cons, which obviously haven't really happened, they haven't had a ton that I considered essential. This Bodega event, I want, I think, literally everything that they're offering uh, today. It's insane. And I'm going to run it down right now. Uh, There is a blue glow Metaluna mutant reaction figure that's gorgeous. The carding 
is it's the same card like design but it has the blue glow glow in the dark theme to the card and then the figure itself is just this gorgeous glow in the dark translucent blue plastic with all of the red and gold detailing uh it looks phenomenal uh they have a set well it's not a two-pack it's you can buy one or or both uh it's the worst glow-in-the-dark versions of Killer Bat and King Hell, which are two new characters that were introduced this year as part of Super 7's original The Worst line. Uh, these are just incredible. They're Halloween glow figures. Uh, Killer Bat comes on a green, black, and white card back, uh, and King Hell is on an orange, black, and white card back, and they're, you know, if you know what the worst is, you're not going to be surprised when you see these figures. They look fantastic. They're awesome. Uh, and the card art is very much a sort of a, almost a comic book ad design. It's great. The, the, these are the kinds of pieces that you buy, you pay 20 bucks each, which by the way, they're 20 bucks each, which for exclusive reaction figures, I find to be perfectly acceptable. That's how much the Metaluna Mutant is as well. Uh, these are going to go on the wall as is. I, like if you want to buy them and open them up, you can, but Super 7's whole thing with the reaction figures is the card art is so unique and beautiful that in general, you just keep them on the card. Uh, th these are great. And then also the from the worst... The Four Worstmen of the Apocalypse, which they have offered... I think the other three have already come out at various conventions or online offerings. This one is Cortex Commander, which is one of my favorite uh, characters from the worst. I've actually got him on my desk right in front of me now. I'm holding him in my hand. Uh, it's, it's a uniform body with a brain in a dome for a head. Uh, and the dome does come off, which if this is Super 7's magic, they understand. Like when I was a little kid, I would have wanted this dome to come off. And Super 7 knows that, which is why the dome comes off. But anyway, Cortex Commander is a great character. And this is a white and gold version of Cortex Commander on what is probably the Battle Cat uh, base that Super 7 released in their reaction line, but then it's got completely different armor on it uh, and a saddle and everything. Uh, this looks awesome. Uh, and Cortex Commander comes with uh, Robot Reaper's scythe remolded in white and gold. Uh, it's beautiful. Uh, 45 bucks for that one, which again, for this limited edition, gorgeous special occasion box set is great. Oh, and he represents death uh, of the four worstmen of the ap apocalypse. Uh, all right, moving on, because there's even more. Universal Monsters reaction figures. Now, we've seen all of these, but these are like crazy colors. Uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon is, is yellow and blue with red lips and claws. Uh, and I'm talking about bright, 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 like neon colors, glow colors. And these are, these are glow-in-the-dark figures. Uh, Frankenstein has a bright green suit, pink skin, blue hair. The mummy has, it looks like uh, a light red. And the, I'm trying to decide if the mummy and the wolfman look like they're translucent. Uh, but the mummy has like light reddish orange bandages, red spots on him, and green skin. And then the wolfman has a blue, uh, blue pants and shirt with pink fur and yellow skin. These are gorgeous, and they come in boxes that are reminiscent of the old Ben Cooper boxes. 
uh, that the costumes would come in. And I believe these are meant to, to recall specific designs from that era. Uh, these are incredible. These are 25 bucks each because the packaging is obviously a little fancier than just a card back. It's in a box, a window box with a cutout on the front. They're, they're, they're gorgeous. And, and I, what, I don't want to spend a hundred bucks on these four little figures that, that are going to be difficult to display other than just standing them on a shelf. But at the same time, once you see these, you'll understand, holy cow, these are like must haves. Uh, and I've I've noticed the Super 7 logo on these boxes is even reminiscent, I believe, of the Ben Cooper logo. Uh, let's see. There are also two new Creature from the Black Lagoon figures. Uh, it looks like one of them is using the older uh, tooling from the Creature figure that came out when Funko was, was doing reaction figures. Or I'm trying to remember if Super 7 did Universal Monsters before... It went to Funko. I'm not positive, but there's a thicker body and a thinner body. Uh, and one of them is is the newer reaction Universal Monster style, and one of them's the older one. And I've got both on the wall, like way across the room. Oh, no, they're not even on the wall anymore. They're boxed up because I had to take them off the wall to make room for shelves. Uh, so anyway, uh, these are in bright pink boxes that are reminiscent of the old Super... Uh, oh gosh, it just slipped out of my head. But anyway, they're old school retro looking bright, bright, bright pink boxes. Two different styles of creature that look old school and fantastic. These are also 25 bucks each. Now, when I first saw these, I thought they were going to be like giant size, like Super 7 Super Cyborgs. And if they came in at like 75, I, I would have bought one for sure. In this instance, I'm not so sure I'm going to get one of these. They look great, but there's so much other stuff. Like the Phantom Starkiller Reaction Figures playset uh, that is, it has a resin base uh, that's like a blue molded planet. Looks crazy. The background uh, is by the artist who created Phantom Star uh, Starkiller. It's this like black light poster looking spaceship. Uh, this thing's gorgeous. It'll look great on your shelf. And it includes figures of Phantom Starkiller and Count Draco Knuckle Duster, which are both exclusive and glow-in-the-dark. Uh, this is 75 bucks. Again, not really bad if you consider the fact that the figures would be 20 bucks a piece. Uh, so that makes, you know, 35 bucks for the playset. I think that's pretty good. Uh, and then finally, the one that was announced today, and I don't know if there's going to be more announced before all this goes on sale tomorrow, but the one that was announced today that blew my mind, a Misfits carrying case for your Misfits reaction figures. It is neon green and purple, and you guys know green and purple are my colors. Uh, beautiful graphics on the outside. It's one of those old school vinyl carry cases with the plastic tray inside. Uh, and it includes a neon green and purple fiend figure. This is a must-have for me. It's fifty bucks, uh, which again, twenty bucks for the figure, thirty bucks for the carrying case. Uh, works out for me. The only problem I have with this is it makes me want to open because I've left all my Misfits figures on the card because again, that card art is so gorgeous. But this makes me want to put a bunch of loose fiend figures in this carrying case, which I'm not going to do. And it looks like it's got spots for one, two, three, four, five, six, probably 12 figures, maybe 14. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, it's, it's either 12 or 14 uh, 
Fiend figures, and I don't know how many they've released total because I have not bought all of them because there have been a few color variants uh, and stuff. Well, they're all color variants, but um, but e- even amongst regu- like a single release, there have been... Uh, walk- I think it was Walk Among Us has three different color versions. Anyway, this is awesome, you guys. This is going to be very expensive for me uh, today, and I will obviously be well. I don't. I won't re- be reviewing any of it because I probably won't be opening any of it. But I'll certainly be posting uh, on the Needless Things podcast or Phantom Troublemaker Instagram account. So follow those. <laughs> All right, and one last little bit of business, or or a couple, I guess, before we get to uh, the meat, the raw, red, bloody meat of this month's episode. Please check out the Needless Things YouTube channel. Uh, Next week, in keeping with the Puck and Fuppet Show theme, I will be reviewing NECA's Puppet Master Ultimate Figures. Uh, I had a plan to review the new Dark Lords Boglins, uh, Bogabones and Blobkin, but I can't figure out how to get them out of the packaging without damaging the packaging. And as you know, if you're a Boglins fan, uh, keeping that packaging intact is a whole part of the p- uh, appeal of the Boglins experience. Uh, and I have messaged our good friend Tim Clark and the Boglins Instagram page and have not heard anything back yet. Uh, so those those puppet reviews uh, look like they might not be happening, which kind of stinks because I got these things way back in August and I've been holding on to them to review for the spooky season. But, I mean, I'm not going to ruin this packaging. And I believe me, you guys, I have messed around with these things trying to figure out how to get it. it what it is is the plug that holds the, ta- holds the tail in place. They have it going through the interior of the box to keep the boggle in place during shipping. It's actually very clever except for the fact that you can't or I can't figure out how to get it out without ruining the interior card. So, uh, anyway, check out those Puppet Master reviews next week. Uh, possibly with, because uh, those will be Monday and Wednesday, but it is possible Tuesday and Thursday could see a couple of things too, because there's some stuff I've got that I don't know if I want to wait on. But it's not spooky stuff, it's just sort of extras. Uh, and then this week, you can go to the Needless Things YouTube channel and check out reviews for Scareglow from the Masters of the Universe Revelation well, the Masterverse line, but it's from Revelation. Uh, this is the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Scare Glow. And it's, I'll just tell you, it's one of the most negative toy reviews I have posted. Uh, and then on Monday, I reviewed the newest Ash from Evil Dead 2 from NECA. And I've got, I have at least 10 Ash figures, maybe a dozen. Uh, and I guess I'm just going to keep buying them. So go check that out as well. Join the Needless Things Podcast Facebook group where you can contribute uh, to what we do here on Needless Things. And stay tuned for all kinds of cool new stuff that's going to be happening in the very near future. But for now, sit back, throw a burrito in the microwave, and enjoy Idle Hands.
Welcome to the spooky season here on Needless Things. It is time for our October Needless commentary. Uh, I am here with the lovely cadavers. Hello. What's up? The, 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 the cutest couple in the world, I personally believe. If you if you followed uh, Phantom Troublemaker on Instagram, you saw the picture of them sharing a milkshake at Dragon Con. <laughs> We're Literally so gross. straight out of an Archie comic, and we gorged ourselves on disgusting pizza prior to recording this. Oh yeah, because we're we're still we're still riding the Dragon Con wave. Yeah, it's it's not our fault. It's we're, Dragon Con. Yeah, we're yeah. still partying. Yeah. It's been like two weeks, but yeah. we're still. That's yeah, fine. Uh, I'm still just I got to put a base on for the booze. That's why. I right. That. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and we were messaging beforehand about what we're going to order, and you guys literally at the same time, Ryan sent a message that says, I like pepperoni, but Nicole prefers cheese. And Nicole sent a message that says, Ryan likes pepperoni, but I prefer cheese. Like, literally at the same time. That was just the most adorable thing I had ever seen in my life. We're but gross. We're not here tonight to be adorable. We're here tonight to Speak be... Speak for yourself, sir. <laughs> we're here tonight... To be spooky. I am spooky and adorable. <laughs> and uh, we kind of did this super in advance last minute. Yeah. Because you're going to be busy in October. Yeah. Uh, it's Casky Creatures have a bunch of stuff going. Shows pretty much every weekend. The one weekend we don't have shows, we're going to Halloween Horror Nights. So, yeah. So, yeah, so every weekend. So, it yeah. was best to get this out of the way soon, which Hell I yeah. decided like two days ago. Yeah. But that's okay. And I didn't know what we were going to watch, and I went through a few different things. Uh, I considered watching the Buffy Season 3 Halloween episode, <gasps> but we can't do that without certain other members of the Needless Things crew. It, it would have just been too much to get together. I feel like we need to have a special event for that. Yeah. Uh, so, I thought, and I thought, and I thought. And I realized, wait a minute, one of the greatest horror comedies of all time takes place at Halloween. We gotta watch Idle Hands. Yeah. Yay! Um, and, I mean, this, like, has us all over it. Like, this is, like, oh, right yeah. in the vein of the kind of stuff we do. I, I don't know how we haven't done this yet. So, uh, if you're listening at home, if you're watching along with us, uh, pull out your VHS DVD Scream Factory Super Duper Special Edition release, which is the one we're watching. Uh, cue it up to Chapter 1 and press play in 3, 2, 1. Dun, dun, dun. So, this is one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, I was telling you guys while we were doing our first watch-through... This was eerie music. That's great. That's a perfect description for the score. Yeah, it is. The score is actually really good. Uh, this was the first DVD I ever bought. Back when I bought my first DVD player for $475 or whatever I fucking <laughs> paid for Christ. it. I didn't have enough money to buy like a bunch of movies. And the store that I bought it from... They, the If you remember back when DVD players first came out... For a long time, they had a deal where you bought the DVD player, and then you get to send off for, like, five free DVDs. That sounds really familiar to me. Yeah. Um, and it was, like, whatever store I bought it from had the best deal of that kind. But they didn't have hardly any DVDs in stock. So, 
I bought Idle Hands. It had just come out. I hadn't seen it because it it just didn't look like something I was going to go to the theater to see, I guess. But it was the only thing even close to something I'd be interested in that I wanted. And I had to bring one home. So I got home, I watched it, and immediately fell in love with this movie. Just instant, like, first five minutes, I was like, oh, this is And whenever great. you have, like, new technology like that, like, even when I had a uh, Blu-ray player for the first time, you just start watching the movie over and over again. Because yes. you only have the one movie. So you're like, well, let's watch that again. Because yeah. it's, it's in HD, and that's new. Yeah, it, well, and that was the thing, the, the clarity of it, uh, you know, as time went on and I got more and more DVDs and actually got to see the difference between v, my VHS copies of things and DVD copies of things, that was a whole other thing, but watching this in crystal clear yeah. DV, DVD Whatever. quality, yeah. well, yeah. no, it's not 1080, though, because that's Blu-ray. Oh, yeah, you're right. DVD's like, what, 480? I, I, I don't even know. I, I, know I don't, I don't good, know. Yeah. But crystal clear DVD quality. Uh, but it's it's hilarious and it's gross and it's I fucking pretty love this. unique. This opening scene where they go across their Halloween decorations. Yes. Is the most wonderful Halloween-y thing. I love it. And, it, and, and this it's whole opening scene is amazing with uh, Fred... William Fred Willard, Willard and uh, whatever I can't remember I can't the remember actress's her name. name. I'm terrible. I have like dementia. I don't know. I can't yeah, actually, anything. I need to pull but up the page glorious. for this. Uh, and directed by Rodman Flander, which sounds just like a Simpsons. Name. Well, literally is a Simpsons name because I guess Rod Flanders, Rod and Todd are the Flanders kids, right? Yeah, yeah. And the director's name is Rodman Flander, but like that seems like a made-up. Hasn't name. like I don't believe you. Done right. <laughs> he hasn't done as much as you would think uh, other than this. This bedroom is amazing. And you had said it was based on like an Argento, Argento. look, and, which well, is glorious. For anybody listening, I highly recommend you just buy this movie and yeah. whatever, like either, well, just get the Blu-ray. I'm under the bed. Because the, the actual commentary for this movie is Rodman Flinder, Seth Green, and... Uh, Ed's, what's his name? Edson Henson? Or Ed, Ed, Edson um, Fackelstein. Edson Sil... It's Ed, Elden, Elden, Elden Henson. Elden Henson. Henson uh, Helson. Who, who you may know as Foggy from Daredevil. Uh, but it's the three of them, which is my favorite kind of commentary. My, the, I love when it's the director and a couple of the actors. Yeah. So the director gets to talk about how, and, and in Rodman Flinders' case in this, when he designed this house to look like an Argento house. This bedroom you is can tell. gorgeous. Yeah. It's like orange-red walls with these huge flowers painted on it, and it's just like so, I mean, like... It's lurid. It's so unique it, it's and amazing. I, deep, I love it. And then you go out into the hallways, and it's this green. Yeah. I, but but anyway, they anybody should buy this and listen to that commentary also, because it's it's fantastic. The director gets to talk about his vision and all of his ideas and everything. And then you have Seth Green and Elton Henson just fucking around and having fun. I mean, it's probably almost as good as our commentary. I, I, I would say it's close. It's going to be a <laughs> tough call. I have always loved Seth Green, um, like since Buffy. He's really. hard not to love. Yeah, he's he he's is, Joker from Mass Effect. He's just ridiculously I don't charismatic. Even, I don't know what those words you just put together mean, but <laughs> I'm fun. sure they're cool. He's yeah. one of the coolest characters in the game. 
See, I at this point I had not yet watched. Well, okay, wait. Buffy started in '97. Yeah. So when did Robot Chicken start? That was way later. That was way, way later. later yeah. yeah, that was after. That was this. when he was really established. Yeah, yeah that was like 2000. Yeah. Ooh, two, three, four, or something like yeah. that. Okay. Um, but okay, so Buffy season one was 97, 98. Season two would have been ninety eight, ninety nine. Season three, ninety nine, two thousand. So yeah, I hadn't even watched Buffy yet at this point because I didn't watch it until the season four Hush episode. That was the first Buffy I ever watched. Around when I started watching, but I didn't watch this one at first. I don't think I watched this when it first came out because I think that I watched this because I was like, oh, I love Seth Green. You know, okay. I, I think that I, I remember. Uh, there was a movie called Can't Hardly Wait that Seth Green was in. Yes. I loved him in that's that movie. right. And yes. that was a year before this. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm yeah, I I would have seen that first. And then. he was he was the best part of that movie. Yeah, he was. He's the best part oh, of that. It's a pretty it's a pretty good movie, I'm it not gonna a, lie. I like that. It's movie. a teen comedy, but it's a pretty good movie. It's a good one, yeah. Also, before we get too far removed from it, I just want to talk about how fucking scary because this movie is very funny and ridiculous, but the moment when they turn the lights off and it says, I'm under the bed in glow-in-the-dark paint on the ceiling, yeah. is genuinely like, that would be fucking terrifying. Well, that's that's why this movie is so good, is because the horror is legit. Yeah. yeah. It's all, like, it's graphic violence, it's good, like, scares, but the comedy is, like, teen comedy comedy. Oh, yeah. It's like very, it's weird very romantic 90s. comedy comedy. Yeah. It combines yeah. a lot of stuff that doesn't necessarily go together it's well. It's like ten but things it does I hate about you with murder. Yeah, and, and it does it like it combines all these things, but it does them all well, which yeah. is pretty unusual. The slowest dialing of nine one one ever well, in the history she, of time. She's freaking out. <laughs> she's she, you know. Dialing this gigantic and phone this that even back in '99 nobody had phones like that anymore. Fuck. That's yeah. awesome when she just splatters out. Uh, yeah, the amount of blood there yeah. is preposterous. It's like huh. deathbed. Yeah, I don't know what that hand was doing to her, but it was bad. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Yeah, I'm under the bed. I happy love Happy that. Rock by BTK. Isn't BTK like one of the Korean boy bands? No, it's no, a, it's a serial killer. Kill. Yeah, it's a serial oh, killer. Oh, jeez, BTK. Yeah. I almost said Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rader. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> different people. Dennis Rodman going back to Rodman though. Rodman <laughs> Flinder, director of the movie. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's all tied together. You yeah, guys. it's yeah. it's all like a big circle. It's a circle. So this is Devin Sawa, who is. Just so good at being an absolute really fucking shit bag yes. in this movie, and I love that he like lives in like the fold up attic, attic stairs attic. Clearly, they don't live in the south. Yeah, yeah, no, it would be eight million degrees up there. Yeah, although you'd in think February, be free like too. where right? Well, where in the country though could you live in an attic? Well, California, which I think is where they are, right? Is it? I don't know. Did they establish that? I just saw Offspring and assumed. <laughs> offspring only That's true. in California. I mean, yeah, well, the true, offspring though, yeah. only does high school dances in California. Yeah. It's not like they're going to travel to Ohio to do a high school exactly. dance. Exactly. Although, you get it. technically, though, in this, they are not the offspring. They're There's the band. School band. Uh, school band. Yeah. I, I definitely get 
California vibes, which that would probably be the only place you could live in an attic, but it'd still probably be uncomfortable. Right. They've got it's, it's got to be. What is it? San Diego that has like it's like seventy two degrees year round, year round or something yeah. like that. Look at this fucking guy with his grease. His hair is so, so disgusting. Greasy. And I love that he's scratching his balls with a back scratcher. Oh, okay. So when we watched it the first time, I was wondering what fucking time of day is this? Where dudes outside working on his truck. What what is it? I they just showed the VCR and it said three o two. So it's three o two p.m. This guy just got up. <laughs> Sometimes and you now, gotta sleep in. I don't know if they just happened to catch the VCR in that shot or nah, if it was intentional I to feel indicate like that's it. Intentional. Well, and that's the thing is, as tight as this movie is, and as many little details as they nail down, I gotta think it was it was like yes, that's it's three o two. Absolutely. Look so at this little weed inhaler. Yeah, that his is, fucking weed bowl is amazing. I was at the perfect age when I saw this movie that I was like, that's the most genius shit ever. Cause like, oh no, I thought the same thing, and I yeah. was ten years older yeah, than me you. Too. Yeah. <laughs> and and if this came out now, there would be those things on Etsy. You'd be able to mm. go on Etsy and buy one, which maybe you can anyway. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The neighbor that only listens to Shout at the Devil is yes. one of my favorite parts. Oh, uh, he rules. Jack Noseworthy, uh, who what is also name, in Event Horizon as little innocent guy that gets oh, taken. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's not a stand-up comedian on the Blue Collar Comedy Tour? Jeff Noseworthy? Oh, jeez. Jesus you Christ. might be a Motley Crue fan <laughs> if you're outside you working on your Ford and listening to Shout at the Devil. <laughs> I've always said I wanted to have like a theme song, like when I walk into a room, like sure, that would just play audibly. But like, I feel like that guy's already achieved that, and it's Shout at the Devil. Well, since, since uh, Arian couldn't join us tonight, uh, I will throw this out there because this is something years and years and years we've talked about. Of course, theme songs. Uh, Arian's is the baby elephant march. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he has always said that would be his. Yes. That's pretty good. Mine would be Danger Zone. Kenny Loggins. For sure. I don't, I don't know. Uh, my, mine's Party Man by Prince, and I actually did get to uh, enter a wrestling show to Hell that yeah. at one point. That rules. It, do, it does rule. I like, that's, I, it, it, it checked something off of my bucket list, I'm not going to lie. Do you like the titty bong thing, the titty bowl? It's this. It's but it's weird. It's dis- really freaky. Like disembodied like headless titties. Yeah. yeah, it's it's almost Giger esque. Yeah, I just noticed the beaker one too. Did yeah, you? there's probably like the best bowls in this movie. Also, yeah, things that are just like tits and vagina freak me out. It makes me feel like it's like a serial killer starter pack. Yeah, yeah. Like when you can just have like a woman's like. Sex organs and like no head, arms, or legs. Yeah, it's very okay. That's a whole nother podcast. Moving on. They do have some sweet ass rock and soccer <laughs> robots in the background. I'm trying to keep it PG here. Uh, we don't we don't do that here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a lot of I, I lot made of, it dark. I think the only thing I can hold against this movie is all the Sublime stuff because I fucking hate Sublime. I think they suck. That's funny. That's how I feel about the Offspring. Oh, there you go. And I actually was a fan of Sublime. Well, I, I still am, like to a, to an extent. I hear. I, I think once he died, there was no more Sublime. I yeah. don't yeah. quite understand how there's still a Sublime. I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah, they played Riot Fest. 
what the fuck? Because it used to be like, it, it was basically Bradley Noel, isn't that his name? Newell, Bradley James Newell. And if you listen to like those first two albums, the ones prior to the big album, yeah, it's just it's him just fucking around doing interesting stuff with music. Like, I I was into that. It was cool to me. And then the big album, the self-titled album, came out, and uh, it, it was like I like that album, but it's too polished compared to the other two because the other two he recorded fucking everything in his garage. Yeah. And then the guys, like he OD'd, and the guys that played with him, Long Beach Dub All Stars, right? I have no idea. I, I've I have never been a fan of some. You guys, I've already thrown out all of my. You guys my were alive in the alive. late '90s. Yes, I was. Um, it was a dark time in my life. But anyway, <laughs> after so they went on. They continued on as the Long Beach Dub All Stars. That's fine. Dude's dead. The dude that actually made the music and like yeah should have made gotten all the money and success and everything. Uh, you know, he died, but but you you still want to make music. That's fine, do another band. But now they're just straight up calling themselves Sublime, apparently. I think that's wow. fucking weird. Yeah, that's we sold so many... Okay, so... Before we get... Because we're going to talk about a lot of pop culture while we're talking about this movie, because all three of us were... Like, that was a, a oh, significant yeah. time, despite the difference in our ages. Yeah. That was still a significant time for it. But as far as this movie goes, you you guys said... Nicole, you said you didn't see it probably till years later. I can't remember when I saw it, but it wasn't when it first came out. I saw it really close to when it came out, for sure. Probably like when it was out for rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure, I definitely sure. rented it. Um, but it was like, I remember renting it and it being new. Like, it was like a new thing. Right, right. Well, and the, it, I mean, it would have. It's definitely a new release rental. Like, it's yeah. something you would walk in and be like, oh, there's that movie that... I didn't think was interesting enough to see in the theater. Yeah. But I definitely want to check it out. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so in 1999, by that time, I might have still been working at Hot Topic, but I had just come off of my run of like a year of working at Hot Topic and The Masquerade. So like, I was immersed in all of the shit that's in this movie. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. So, th th for me, this is this weird, like, pop culture touchstone with all the prodigy shit and that the porn star shirt that Seth Green's wearing. Oh, I remember that shit. We yeah. sold those by the hundreds. They yeah. were fucking everywhere. Uh, so much of this just, like, speaks to my life experience. Yeah, so Vivica Fox, right? Yes. Yeah, she's yeah. fucking awesome. Sister though. Liquor. <laughs> Sister <That's> Liquor. Liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Um, She's fucking badass. I, 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 I would like a little more backstory on the the hand curse and her and like a little bit, but then also like maybe not. It's also kind of funny because she just comes up. She's almost like uh, Creighton Duke a little totally. bit. Totally, yeah. In that she just sort of shows up and she has the knowledge of the mythology. Yeah, and you don't even question why. Right. She's like I know, I have a thing. And and they give you the. I, th I think they give you enough. I would say yeah, that this absolutely. is. I would say this is uh, slightly better executed than a uh, fucking Jason goes down. Movie's <laughs> a piece of shit. You watch your mouth, boy. Movie <laughs> fucking sucks. You are you know, the worst. I, How dare you? I am probably maybe in the minority, but you know, I think that like 
we sometimes we get way too much backstory and we don't need it. Like, okay, she's a demon. She hunts demon hands. Cool. Like, yeah. that's all I need. You know what would be good for her backstory is like a comic book miniseries. Yes. Yeah. Like, like Dark Horse. Th- like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. would be perfect. That's all we need. Yeah. Like in this That'd movie, I, this is what I need. Like, yeah. There she is. She's dressed up as a nun. She's Sister Liquor. Fucking, you know, she's a demon hunter hand person. And it all, the, the other thing is when... It's a lot of fucking fog in this scene. Well, you know, it's all smoke because they're burning leaves. But uh, this yeah. is a great fucking shot. Yeah. It, it like, establishes this creepiness, but with, like, it, it based in reality because everybody's burning leaves for some reason. And then it just turns completely silly with the cops. It's yes. so good. Um, there it is. Uh, real quick, back to uh, the scene with uh, Seth Green and Foggy. Um, when uh, he, it kind of grosses me out when he's eating cheese, uh, Cheetos or whatever. Che- they're che- they're straight up cheesy poofs. Cheesy poofs, like yeah. South Park. Yeah. Well, he's eating cheesy poofs and then scratching his balls and then throwing cheesy poofs in the dude's mouth. Oh, so it's like I didn't he's even throwing catch his that. Balls in his friend's mouth. Uh, he's got Cheeto dust on his balls too. Yeah. Like all of it's gross. It's, like every bit There's of a lot of cross contamination going yeah. on there. I just thought about that watching it a second time. I was like, ugh. So on the left here, we have Sean Whalen. Who's amazing. Roach. Uh, he'd been in tons of things. And then People on the stairs. And now now they've switched. Now on the left, this guy looks vaguely like one of the scumbag family from It's Always Sunny. Mm. It's not. I mean, it's obviously not because he would be way too old by the time It's Always Sunny happens. Dude, no, I said that. Did you hear me saying that when we were watching the first time? Yeah. No, uh-uh. I literally was like, he reminds me of the McPoyles. They both kind of do. Yeah, they could. Yeah, the McPoyle family. Yeah. Fast funny, forward yeah. time, and they could be McPoyles. Yeah, yeah, both absolutely. Really. Drink some milk, you know. Yeah, that's just funny, because like, I literally said the exact same thing while we were watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're such jerks. <laughs> Write it up, Ruck. <laughs> yeah. They're like, honestly, they're pretty accurate for cops because they're like the high school, like loser bullies. Right, right. Cops. Literally, the only way they can have any kind of power over anybody. Yeah. Is by yeah. becoming cops. The, this movie is so well made, like. It really is. All of the the shots, the camera work, it's, uh, just beautiful There's a lot stuff. Of th- a lot of thought, a lot of care. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a very well thought out movie. I mean, every scene is, has a purpose, and like everything, like flows together really well. And I believe that was Bridget the Midget in that music video. Yeah, I that think he's it was. Watching. He's getting the dog to lick his joint. No, and he also is rolling it with the ticket that he got. All of the which means it's going to be the harshest joint. Oh, it's, it's going to be horrible. What? But it's not even a joint. He's doing the nutmeg and yeah, uh, yeah oregano. Yeah, nutmeg and oregano. Yeah, like this is definitely like you shouldn't smoke. This yeah, at all. Period. All the stuff between him and the dog is gold. Yes. <laughs> Also, like he this, still has no idea that his parents are gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. No. This is such a good bit. 
the the breathing noise immediately stops as oh, soon as yeah. he puts his hand on the dog's it's snout. So good. All of the <laughs> dog gags dog. Is, is fucking hilarious. They're so great. Cute. I am a pig by two W O. Is this song? I like that it's giving us the song titles. I don't think yeah. subtitles. Yeah, that's not usual. Do yeah. that ever. That's nice. Which, speaking of the sound, the score for this is phenomenal. It's by Graham Ravel, who's done tons and tons and tons of stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, so God foul. Oh. And, I don't uh, think it could have been that bad. And then the soundtrack is just a, a cross section of late '90s music. What was happening? There's with music. also like yeah. an insane amount of cameos in this movie that like. You can barely pick up on. I don't nice even know under why. Tits. Did you know Ricky Martin is in this movie? What? Yeah. Like, Live in La Vida Loca? Yeah. Ricky, wait, is Man. it Ricky Martin? Yeah. 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 Man in Car Park. What? Yes. That Ricky Martin? Yes. The Ricky Martin. Was this before Who's in a car La Vida Loca? I don't know, but Kyle Gass is in it. Tom what? DeLonge. What? Well, yeah. Okay, you caught him. I, I, caught, I actually saw Tom DeLonge before I, I looked it up. I wouldn't recognize... Kyle Gass was one of the um, burger people. He worked people. at the burger place. Oh my gosh. I yeah. wouldn't recognize uh, one of the Blink-182 guys if they walked in here right now. <laughs> uh, I was... Uh, they're not my bag. You know what? It's weird. They weren't my bag when they were popular... And then afterwards, like looking back at it, I realized like why they were popular, and I appreciate. Oh my god! Look yeah, yeah, I don't. It's, that dog it's is so, so good. good. But that, that's kind of where I stand with them. It's I like, don't. Uh, I don't just. I, I. I did dislike. I them despised back in the day. them back in the day. Yeah, me when too. When they were out, because um, it was like a punchline. Oh, you like bling wings. Right, right. Like, yeah, my appreciation for them has grown. Yeah, I, I don't years. appreciate them, but now I'm like, uh, they're. You know they're they're good at what they did. I get good it. For, good yeah. for them. I don't. I mean, I'm I would, a lot. I, I would guess I'm I'm a lot different than I was 22 years ago. Well, I would certainly hope so. Yeah, right. Because if you weren't, <laughs> right? That's fucking sad. Yeah. I've grown. I know people like at our age that are well, that no different than they different. were 20 yeah. years ago, and it's really sad. Like guy, guy, buy a new vest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So great. He's he's this tremendous physical actor. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, with with the comedy, with the every time he gets like hit or beat up, he's like a cartoon. I mean, yes. he's he's like almost Jim Carrey, Bruce Campbell levels of oh yeah physical sure. comedy. Which like I mean, they must have known that before they hired him because he's perfect for this particular role. And this I mean, is very so like. I would love to see his audition. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it, I haven't gotten through all the special features on this version yet because I had obviously I've had the DVD for you know twenty two years now. Yeah, I mean, look at this. This shit right here. Yeah. Oh, it's brutal. I Ugh. love it. The bodies look so good. Yeah, it's creepy as fuck. Yeah. It's also a good reveal because you almost forget about the scarecrows, and, and the, yeah, the, yeah, you know, because they, they show them a lot in the mm -hmm. beginning. And, but and well, it's the opening them. of the movie. They're yeah. right there. Yeah. One of the first things you see. I mean, yeah. look at this lighting. Well, and then when so when she comes downstairs to look for the husband, 
like she has a moment with this character is where she like blows out the candle yeah, and, and yeah. like you think something's gonna happen. It's a little bit of red herring, and then I love that it calls back to it. Here you go. Do you have a fever? Have a fever. <laughs> with the slushy. Oh, I yeah. fucking love he, that pop. That Gucci she like oh, her yeah. is amazing. They're like, whoa! I had that on tape. <laughs> I never, uh, I never got into Two Live Crew really. Although I do the one piece of I Two did. Live Crew. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to. There we go. <laughs> um, the one piece of Two Live Crew music that I've got. Jason Nevins did a remix of "We Want Some Pussy." That's like. Just this, the most ridiculous, like, techno house music you've ever heard. And it's so over the top. I was like, I have to own this. It's it's just silly. When Me So Horny came out, I remember I had, like, I didn't go to many school dances, but I was maybe, like, 7th grade or 8th grade. And they played the radio, because it was the biggest song in like out at that time and they played the radio version but all like the students where we were singing like the explicit version <laughs> and of course so of course. they turned it off and they like got on the loudspeaker and were like yelling at us and they're like we're gonna hit the dance right now <laughs> so, <laughs> so, naughty words. <laughs> so are we to believe that his hand was killing people while he was sleeping yes okay Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's definitely what's been going on. Yeah. Previously. Yeah. So, like, when you see in the beginning where a mom is calling yeah. nine one one and it reaches out from under the bed, that's his bad hand. Yeah. It's his naughty hand. What have you been doing with that hand? Something ants? naughty. They were <laughs> killed by <laughs> ants. <laughs> you have an evil ant. <laughs> Some of that. Well, all of their lines. They're fucking hilarious. Are the best yeah. and their delivery I mean Seth Green's probably the highlight of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. They're 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 definitely like the reason I love this movie. Like we'll, when I think about this movie I think about them. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll get to it later on, but his line when they're microwaving the burritos Yeah. Oh yeah. Might be the biggest laugh I've had. Yeah this actually year. it was really <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> I don't know why it hit so yeah, hard. No, it, it, no, it's it did the same to me. It was but, funny as shit. Man. It was the like killer was wearing your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so good. <laughs> they're so dumb. They're just, they play the dumb stoner so good. I love it. Yeah, well, and that's what I, it's also a stoner movie. Yeah, very oh, yeah. much. It's it's all of these genres rolled up into one, and, and you know so often that just doesn't work. Yeah, and somehow they pull it off beautifully. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times when you try to mix genres, it ends up really. There's also confused. just a whole lot of stuff in this movie. It's just a nutmeg or something. <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of stuff in this movie that like they just throw out ridiculous concepts, and you just buy it because this shit just works. Because they've yeah. set up this world. Look at yeah. look at Seth Green right here. Like he's. He's freaking out. He's scared. Oh, like, yeah. He's not playing it cool. He's, like, it's just great. Like some nutmeg. <laughs> I like how his his way to deal with a bad situation smoke is more weed. more weed. Yeah. That is Mick Fudge. Yes. <laughs> the 
best fucking injury in any movie. The best kill ever. I, I the love bottle it. in the head. I love it when he's... It, you, but at this point, you can hear him like when he's shaking him around. You can hear liquid. Oh, the whole yeah. rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can hear it sloshing in there. It's great. So good. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's horrific though. Like he's not trying to do this. Like yeah, it's it would suck. But it's also funny because he like never seems that bothered by anything he does. No, like. He's gotten Look, over his right parents here, being right dead here real is, good. Is where the hand acting starts. Yes. Oh yeah. And <laughs> I wonder if it's on his resume. Hand acting. <laughs> it better be. <laughs> I mean, he's just watch that hand and the way he moves it. It's it's, it's he sells it. Yeah. Second greatest hand actor of all time. I, you know what? I might give him greatest because he does it for so much longer than Bruce Campbell sure, does it. True. Yeah, he does have to hand act for a long time. Yeah. And he, I mean, he, now, I will say this. If he hadn't had Bruce Campbell as a template, yeah, would this sure. have been as effective? He, you he know. definitely. You know that this movie yeah. was inspired by Evil Dead. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And and I'm, I'm trying to think if they very much inspired by Evil Dead because they um they uh, Robin Flinder acknowledges a lot of the influences of this movie in the in that commentary which which again everybody should listen to uh, he's very open about like where he's pulling inspiration from yeah. which I think is very cool I would be shocked if he didn't say Evil Dead too wasn't I, I I feel like for sure yeah. This Not to be confused amazing. with Evil Dead 1. Evil Dead 2 is the one that does have a stop-motion corpse dancing oh, around God outside. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> I know. I'm in a room with a whole bunch of perfect people, that's and a, I make mistakes. That's a that's a pre-reference for uh, a, a episode that's coming up later in the month. <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> it's okay. We all yeah. make mistakes, like not watching the movies we're getting ready to talk about in front of a massive room full of people. <laughs> It makes me more. It makes me more funny and charismatic. <laughs> it was definitely one of the uh, one of the high points of the panel for sure. Yeah, I actually did watch most of it beforehand. <laughs> you know what I did? I watched Army of Darkness, and it still fucking rules. <laughs> it is one of the greatest movies of all time for sure. I agree. Uh, you know, I still haven't watched. Uh, I don't. I don't want to get too deep into it, but but this is a little teaser for anybody waiting for the uh, Evil Dead panel that we did at Dragon Con. Uh, I still haven't watched Evil Dead Two: An Army of Darkness yet because I, I haven't had time. That hand is so fucking creepy. It has extra fingers. Yeah, and I uh, see whatever this it's is. Like I, I remember that from when I was a kid. So this chiller theater. Must have been like a national thing. Huh. I do like how much he likes cartoons. Yeah. Yes, and I love the fact that, like, he just cut his friend's head off. And he's like, so I'm just going to sit and, like, watch some cartoons. That'd be cool. And then his hand is like, no, I want to watch hand stuff. <laughs> yeah, everything the hand chooses hand is, is hand. Like, there's a hand in the... Yeah. This is some good shit. <laughs> Do we ever see? No, we never see the cat again. I mean, it, wow! It definitely lives because you hear it later, like when it shows him in the bushes. You hear the cat, but yeah, that 
He fucks it up. That's for sure. <laughs> gunned stuffed oh, yes. animal that they bought from social expressions. I like 100% think that they were filming that and somebody on set was probably like, maybe it's a little too cheesy, maybe we should do something more realistic and the director's laughing and he's like, no, we're keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Because it's too funny. Gosh, that is incredible. Look yeah. at that guy. Yeah, that yeah, fucking that flip insane. is great. Yeah, he's he, really, he really good. Is. Everything about this movie is fabulous except the- for her acting <laughs> it's not great she gets i feel like she gets a little better as the movie goes on though yeah I do too. yeah These- when they just let her be scared it's better yeah. when she's actually trying to act well, it's not great and even even though when when they're in the uh the conveniently sized vents in the school <laughs> yeah uh she's better in there even yeah. there she she's Sure. I'm trying to remember. It's when really just these first few scenes where, where it's like rough, overacting. Yeah, a lot. Well, I mean that she's literally walking like she's Catwoman or something. Yeah, yeah. it's really weird. She's like being this like over the top, like seductive, and I'm like, are you supposed to be like a high school kid? Like, be a little more awkward, honey, please. I'm trying to remember when Dark Angel. I think Dark Angel was after this. I think so. I think that might have been 2000. Which, I freaking love that show. I guess I'm alone in that. I've never seen I it. Watched it. I watched it here and there, but yeah, I, I never watched it religiously. 2000 to 2002. It's a good show. Yeah. I watched Alias. Is that similar? I have not watched Alias. That's pretty good. So I can't speak yeah. to that. Sydney Barstow, isn't that her name? Sydney Barstool? <laughs> she hangs out with Jeff Noseworthy. <laughs> if you go to the Burger Jungle and order a raspberry shake, you might be, you might be a Motley Crue fan. <laughs> if you try to pick up grieving women <laughs> at a makeshift shrine in front of a burger joint, you might be noseworthy. So she's got one of these boxing nuns up on a hat stand, and I like that. Those, I want those one. things were awesome. I, I we those. sold them at Hot Topic. Yeah, until, yeah, I remember those. Until because the the one that I worked at opened in '97, I think, and Simon Malls harassed the shit out of us if we carried anything with any religious connotation whatsoever. Wow. We could not carry the we had to stop carrying those nuns. We had to stop carrying uh we couldn't carry anything with any oh, pentagrams God. on I'm like, it. Who is Simon Maltz? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep going. <laughs> well and you know what that's that's valid though. Not everybody may know for the listeners, Simon Simon <laughs> is a company that owns malls. <laughs> Or manages malls, I guess. Oh, sorry. So, at the time, Simon Malls... Oh, man, that ass grab is legendary, and he's still on there. Yeah. He, like, lifts her up off the ground, yes. like, twice. He may have gotten a knuckle in. Yeah. It's like that video I sent where the guy's, like, leaning over in the cafeteria, and the other guy's, like, just jams his fingers <laughs> and lifts the guy up off the ground. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah. Like, he got a couple knuckles in. <laughs> 
I mean, for a first time ass grab, that was like aggressive. It was, it, it was solid. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, the hand is is possessed by evil. It knows how to get up in that ass. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, Simon Malls were very very strict Anton's about what anybody could carry. That's why when I walk into a Spencer Gifts now, or just Spencer, and see like dildos, it blows my mind. Yeah. Because. Nobody could carry anything even close dildos, to that back then. There was dildos when maybe it was because I was up north. Not yeah, not in a Simon Mall. There was it was it was the mall management. It wasn't Hot Topic or Spencer. Yeah, because I remember there like, were Hot Topics that carried like Druid shit and like all kinds. The first of, like, time I saw a dildo was in Spencer's. No, it was specific to Simon Malls that we could not carry anything sexual, anything yeah. religious. Because I think the Spencers and Gwinnett Place Mall had like sex toys and weird not, stuff. Not until really, not, they always had like that my was first later five on. Years later, okay. yeah. That this was back in the days when the, like the the worst thing Spencer had was like fart spray. Yeah, yeah the late nineties. I still lived in in New England, so we had just dildos. Yeah, everywhere. I don't I don't know what kind of heathen <laughs> shit you guys had going on up there. Satan loving New England. That's, that's where that's where witches come from, yeah. right? Yeah, that's true. We just had witches and dildos witches, everywhere. Witches and dildos all over the place. <laughs> it was actually the mascot of my high school. Actually, <laughs> witches and dildos. Isn't, was, that, isn't that an ICP album? Probably. Yeah. Witches and dildos. How do they work? There was a there was a broom shortage, and they st- they just started writing dildos. <laughs> that was That's very a nice. Fact. That was a good one. Oh man, there's uh oh gosh, I can't remember the name of the book. Um, when I was a kid, big into fantasy books like the, the Dungeons and Dragons books and David Eddings and like any any fantasy books Forgotten like that. Realms. Uh, yeah, yeah, Hell definitely. Yeah. Hell yeah! And my mom bought me this book called the the Something Ones. I can't remember what it was, and it was. Uh, these, I guess it was these animals that a witch owned, and they hated being owned by this witch. But there's a scene in the book where the witch uses her broom to get off. Like a dildo. Yes. Damn. And Is this like a young adult book? D- well, I th- obviously my mom did not realize this scene was in this book. This It wasn't a young adult book. It was... Uh, uh, just a regular fantasy book like that was the only scene in the whole book like that it was so fucking weird it's, it's pretty it's intense so, man i cannot i wish i could remember what the heck it was called just search Witches and dildos search uh well, no don't don't search that never mind <laughs> no, i mean i'm get, yeah i'm definitely you searching witches and dildos right now <laughs> let's see what we get you'll get a lot of things Witches and dildos. <laughs> the secrets and sex, to- sex toys behind how witches flew. What? I was what? right. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Is there any evidence that medieval women used broomsticks to rub dot dot dot? The secret sex lives of witches. So that's like a... Thing. Witches used brooms to apply hallucinogens <laughs> to their vaginas not to fly. <laughs> 
Wait. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, you thought that this was going to be an idle hands commentary. We're now changing gears and talking witches about and witches dildos. and dildos and hallucinogens on their genitals. Wow. That's interesting. I feel like we need to do a Dragon Con panel about this next year. 13 seriously magical sex toys for crystal-loving witchy types. Okay, that just sounds annoying. And then, of yeah. course, finally we get down to Pornhub, witch dildo porn videos. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of those. Uh, Anytime well, anybody starts talking to me about crystals, I want them to shut the fuck up. I feel like it's nice that we had a little history lesson here oh, yeah. uh, on the show. Now let's move on to uh, Mick and Panub is... Reanimated zombies, which I think they do explain why they. Well, Not they really. say they just say they walked away from the light. Right, right. Yeah, they said it was too far. Yeah, but so like, they're like, man, it was really. Far. It is like an insane choice. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're just lazy. It's great. Yeah, yeah. And this is such a good unearthing. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and with all the and, scary as and, fuck when he first comes, and out. you have yeah. a good excuse to have all the fucking goofy like. The red and green lights and everything because it's fucking Halloween. It is Halloween, yeah, right? It right. works. It sets the tone. Um, so it's got that like Italian horror kind of look to it, but like it makes sense in the world because it's like a fucking you know it's a Halloween movie. I like the little kissing Dutch children statues in the background. Yeah, yeah. I love the uh, shovel sound effect, and then the fact that he like realizes he gets hit with the shovel and makes like a ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some goofy ass cartoon shit. I love it. Um, I also love this because, like, I recently had like a night where, like, all night long, I had like, these fucking horrific dreams, and they seem real. And then I woke up and was like, "Oh my god, thank god that wasn't real." And that's what he's going through right here, and it's so relatable. It's like he's like, "Oh no, my parents are alive, my friends are alive, it's all good." And then he comes the downstairs. Yeah. Yeah, for killing somebody. It was brutal. I mean, it's not outside of the realm of possibility. <laughs> hey! I'm nice! <laughs> you are nice! Yeah, I woke, I woke, until you're not. Until I'm not nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I had like a, a moment. I woke up and was like, oh, thank God that was a dream. But what if I woke up and she was in jail? That'd be crazy. I, uh, I, had, a, I had a similar thing a couple months ago. And I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was Mrs. Troublemaker. I think there were zombies involved, and there was some kind of horrible problem. Like, I couldn't get to her or something, and I wo it was so real and intense, I woke up and I could not get back to sleep. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, I have a lot of those, horrible. yeah, like, I can't get to, like, Ryan or, like, a loved one. Those types of dreams are really intense. Just like, oh, I can't get to them and they like it is that's <laughs> terrifying <laughs> so phantom jr has just come down here with how many masks do you have on right now i don't know like seven. Oh my well, gosh you've got a panty on your head <laughs> <laughs> so back back to we're recording right now which it's fine we can have a little guest appearance here what do you think of this guy Uncool music like Enya. He's he's had his uh, head cut off by his best friend, and then he had a beer bottle stuck in his brain, also by his best friend. I mean, it happens sometimes. On accident. On accident. This is idle hands. Had a doozy of a day. His hand is possessed by evil. 
because he's lazy and awful. We also had a discussion um, before we started recording about what the um, what the saying is, like idle hands are the devil's playground, playthings, workshop, tools, like. So yeah, we should have like a poll on like what people will like. Yes, think let us that is. let us know. Uh, Everybody knows the idea of it, like idle hands of the devil's playground or idle hands of the devil's workshop or whatever. But like, I'm sure there's actually like. I've never uh, heard workshop. That's, that's, that's weird sound, to me. Yeah, that sounds. But two two of us thought playthings, yeah. and two of us thought playground. Yeah. And the two of us that thought playthings are from the south. Yeah. And the two the of south. us that thought playground are from the north. I think that that's the difference. And that's often a distinction that comes up. So let's talk about Fucking Yankee. Sorry. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Remember let's how talk. I like went to jail for murdering somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. talk about Jeff Noseworthy <laughs> and how he's hitting on this. Well, one, this fake grieving girl who yes. didn't really know these guys, which, which is, is another, still like, something that happens thing. so that much happens? today. Right, yeah. right. right. People are like, "Oh my God, somebody I went to high school with died. I'm crying. Come for me." And it's like somebody that they haven't seen in like 20 years, and they hated it in the first place. Right. Yeah. It's like they, well, they want attention. Yes. Yeah. And meanwhile, Jeff knows where they. He sees his opportunity. He's ready to pounce. And his fucking rad ass quiet right. He doesn't shirt. like he's totally like jerking off. I know it's his yeah. possessed hand, but. And that Ford is pretty badass. Oh, it is. I love how much. I like how he thinks he was being cock blocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was. He was getting in there. I don't know. I thought we sold those necklaces at Hot Topic too. All of them. I had them. He's wearing sixteen yes. necklaces. Yes, I had all sixteen of them. <laughs> I, them all I, I probably did too. I definitely had the ball necklace, like the yeah. big ball. Oh ball. yeah! I oh man! I had that. I think we all did. I feel like we sold yeah. one of those with every transaction. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Probably were like giving them away. And then people would, we you'd see the same people buy them over and over because they'd break them, which I don't even understand because I had. Uh, a wallet chain that was those. Just oh, because yeah. it seemed like something different to me. Yeah. Uh, oh, I remember. I had one of those, too. It and matched my necklace. <laughs> yeah, I had the wallet chain and everything. Yeah. I think I still have but one like, sitting around somewhere. Yeah, like, it survived still, a long yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, I've still got it upstairs, but somehow people would break those necklaces all the time. Tom DeLong, right there. Tom DeLong, yeah. Blink-182. Aliens. Spicy safari fries sound pretty good. I know. They really do. I want a, a raspberry apple turnover. Slap thing. some extra mustard Ew. on that jungle no burger. Ever ask for extra mustard? <laughs> I uh, I 100% love like fucking. I, I just love themed restaurants in yes. general, and uh, it's always fun to see like new ones in movies that don't actually exist. But I do wish this existed. Well, and if you uh, this is pointed. Uh, excuse me, this is pointed out in that commentary that I mentioned. They say if you pause it and look at the menu, the they made up, like, because obviously the production designers made all this shit. Yeah. And it's shaped like a Wendy. They made yeah. uh, that, that menu board, and if you go down it, the names of the foods get more and more ridiculous as it goes <laughs> to the bottom. So if anybody watching this pauses it, uh, just look at the menu for the restaurant. 
Where the fuck is Kyle Gass? I've been looking for him. Yeah, I, I haven't seen Idle him. Idle hands. See, Devil's Playground. Yeah, he says Playground. Yeah. But, I mean, if they are in California, if that's accurate, then they who knows what kind of crazy shit <laughs> they've heard out there. Dragula by Rob Zombie. Here's another one to throw out to the listeners. Well, okay, first, for the listeners, uh, we'll put up a poll in the Needless Things podcast Facebook group as to what idle hands are. But tweet it to us also in a Needless Things podcast. But... <laughs> it's not playpen. I'm trying to get back to what I was. Oh, oh, oh! So Ryan and I both recall a movie that uses the Dragula video, yeah. which I think is in a shit ton of movies. Yeah, it is. But is playing a different song over the Dragula video. Yeah, because I, I remember that, and I remember being annoyed by it. And yeah, you, you mentioned it might be this movie, and I thought you were right, but it wasn't. Yeah, once we got to it, it is. He, they actually do play Dragula, which I think might be on the soundtrack. I'm gonna. Take a look right now and find out. You know, nobody goes looking for these cops. Like, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, everything moves along pretty fast, though. That's true, yeah. Like, this is all in, like, a day. Yeah, that's true. Hopefully. Also, like, you know, me and Nicole had a... Uh, well, maybe I should say this to the end. Well, just, just briefly. Like, we had a talk the other day after uh, watching a, a recent movie... About um, how if this movie went on five minutes longer, it would like have like a bad ending. It has a good ending, but if it went on five minutes longer, the police would be talking to them, and then they'd go to jail. <laughs> yeah, like, there's right. So many so movies, many like movies that. Are yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. This is one of them where like I feel like you know the police are going to come in and question. Them. Yeah, like, there's a lot of cleanup. Right. Yeah. yeah. Why are there all these bodies in your house? Yeah. Yeah, like there's so like. So many movies that it's like it ends with a happy ending, but if you went forward in time 15 minutes, that person would be incarcerated. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. If you start looking at movies like that, you'll see it a lot. Where yeah, because like, there's no way this could end okay for that. His but. parents are dead, his yes. best friends are dead, these two, two cops, cops are, are dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but his he, fingerprints but are just, all over everything. But he's just in the hospital. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be like, no, it was my hand. Like, he would have been way better dead. Okay, so. This soundtrack features Second Solution by The Living End, uh, Enthused by Blink-182, Beheaded by The Offspring, Mama Said Knock You Out by The Waking Hours, what? Dragula, The Hot Rod Herman Remix by Rob Zombie, <laughs> Mind Trip, Idle Hands Mix by Zebrahead, remember them? I do, yeah. Sarah yeah. Michelle Gellar appeared on their album cover. Uh, Push It by Static X, which was featured on literally every soundtrack that came out in 1999, including video game soundtracks. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bleeding Boy by Disappointment Incorporated, which is a very 90s band name. Mm -hmm. Uh, Caitlin by Unwritten Law. The knitting didn't help at all. I remember Unwritten Law. (laughs) My Girlfriend's Dead by The Vandals. Don't see them on a lot of soundtracks. That's awesome. Rude Boy Rock by Lion Rock, which is probably the song that plays when Mick and Penub are making the burritos. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Shout at the Devil by Motley Crue. Yeah. I didn't notice that one. No, I didn't 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 notice that. When did that happen? I didn't notice it. Uh, And then the Idle Hands theme (laughs) by Graham Ravel, which is a fantastic theme. Yeah, it is. 
I might have to hunt this get soundtrack down. I love that he says to him, get your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bagel the, the bagel guillotine. So, the, yeah, the bagel cutter was definitely a thing yeah. back then. I don't know if it still is or I not. I think that I didn't have one, but we had one somewhere that I worked. Like, it was in the break room. Yeah. And all it did was, like, squish the bagel. Right, right. It mashed it. Because, it, yeah. like, you probably used it, like, three times and then the blade was dull. Yeah. You, no, you breathed on it and the blade was dull. <laughs> it was like, ugh. The worst. That shit's so funny though. He's like, dude, this shit won't even cut my bagels. <laughs> <laughs> it just bends. That's so good. Yeah, it's great. And again, another awesome thing from like the the production, the prop department, that they made this. You know, they they just made this default uh, defective bagel cutter. This, I love this shit. This is great. <laughs> like, they, and they awesome. don't know how to fix this problem either. And they're just That's like, oh, it's broken. Yeah. Like, get the electric carver. Oh no. Who says electric carver? I don't know, but it does make know. me think like how they use the electric carver in Evil Dead and it fucking yeah. freaked out. Oh yeah. Yeah, that shit was pretty awesome. Because like that shit was brutal. I think that this was the that had a different idea. tone than this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and it's also funny to me, and, and again, it's just a visual thing that they wanted to do because it is funny. But like his head that isn't attached to anything in is ways, what like down, right, yeah. right, like this is your solution. But he does do it pretty quick after. Yeah. And I think that like the body holds the head down for him. And he too. spits it out. Scream like it. Oh, that comes back later. Yep. Why in the world would they have the iron light ready to go? Gosh, that's brutal. That's a good point. Why was the iron just on? Like, there's no way that the any of these kids have ever ironed anything. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, I don't know. I feel like he, you know, I feel like he kind of hinted that he had planned that because he's like, oh yeah, you gotta stop the blood if you're watching ER. You know, maybe he had it ready to go. I, I guess. I'll take I'll take that. That's yeah, fine. That works. Sure. If that's I, obviously if, like I'm willing to suspend a lot of disbelief right, in this movie right. and be totally okay. If with that's it. the one logic gap in this movie, yeah. then they're doing pretty good. Also, we are totally overlooking the fact that this kid cuts his fucking hand off and runs and around fine literally running around for the rest of the, the movie. whole rest of the like movie. Like it was he's just puts a target bag on it and yeah. he's just like it's okay. I just I put a target bag on it. Which is another great little detail how they line the target on yeah. the target bag up at the end of his stump. <laughs> but Tense it's like music. Uh that's a real serious injury. <laughs> Yes. It's a very, it's gonna very cause you some problems. significant life-threatening injury. Um, generally, you're not going to just be running around going to school dances when you cut your fucking hand off. But who am I? Yeah, I, I saw a 128 hours, and that shit looked brutal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, could, I couldn't watch that because I was like, I can't deal with realistic depictions of, of dis- dismemberment. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not into that. I've seen, like, real-life dismemberments, and, and I'm good. Ugh. No, thank you. That wreath is awesome. Yeah. yeah. It is. Which, again, you know, now, seeing elaborate Halloween decor like this is pretty commonplace. I'm not saying everybody does it, but everybody's seen it. We've all been Spirit Halloween, yeah. like, 
But back in 99, this was actually kind of like you looked at these people's house all decked out for Halloween, and it's like, ooh, that's aspirational. That's that's we awesome would, that we they would do, do this. We would do shit like this um, when I was growing up. Like, we would... We, we would go we all did out not, in my house. No, we my parents were not Halloween people. I I don't I don't know that we really did anything. It's so gross. I love this it. was genius because it really like gives the hand a really fucking scary look. The rest of the movie. Yes. Like it looks yes. like a demon hand. And it's another opportunity to just be disgusting. Oh yeah, yeah. it's very gross. <laughs> and Which, also, like they cook their burritos and that shit. And don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So Jessica Alba, uh, I, I am. I don't think she's like any kind of great actor or anything, but I am a fan just because so much of what she's done is fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like I like the Fantastic Four movies that she's in. I know that's not a popular take, but I think they're really fun movies. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, I like Dark Angel. Uh, She's been in some stuff that I've really liked, and I mean, we know why she was cast here. She's also incredibly yeah. fucking cute. Right, exactly. Like, incredibly adorable. Yeah. Which, yeah, I guess is what you're trying to say. That's exactly what I was <laughs> and, and it's, what's funny is, like, she's pretty close to our age, but I feel weird saying about that back then when she, she like, she's 18 in this or whatever, 19, 20, however old she is. I feel like a creep yeah. talking about her being hot here, even though... She's in her forties, right? Right, now. Yeah. right. I don't. I, mean, I still feel creepy. How old was she so, in '99? You keep saying Dark Angel, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't recall that, and I'm like, but I kind of do. And then I looked it up, and I'm like, the reason I recall is because I played the PS2 game. <laughs> I never watched the show, but I played the PS2 game. I really awesome. like. Well, the first season of that show is, I, I think, is really, really good. Nice. Check that out. Um, the second season is okay, and then it just ends. It's one of those mini sci-fi uh, shows that just doesn't get a yep. conclusion. It yep. just fucking ends. So okay, here it is. Here it is. So she was actually eighteen. Maybe we should clean it first. Hey, yeah. And while we're at it, we can clean the whole fucking house. <laughs> and then the look he gives him. And his, his so delivery when when. He said that when we were watching it through the first time, we all just yeah, died. Yes. That's fucking hysterical. But that's like that's Seth, Seth Green. Green. That's what's so awesome about him. He has like perfect comic comic timing. Well, that's why in Buffy, like every scene he's in in Buffy, he's the main person in yes. the scene. Yeah, he steals every fucking scene. It's awesome. Wait till we get to um, the Oz parts of Buffy. His uh, his Halloween costume. In uh, that season three one, just the name tag. Yeah. <laughs> Which granted, we'll talk about that when we're not on the podcast because I have a really good idea. That's probably a weeding joke, <laughs> but uh, still, he, he sells it. So now she's running off to the dance. Is that Barf's burritos? Is that what that said? Oh, I was right, Root Boy Rock. Right, right. But I mean, obviously, that's what it would have been. Yeah. I feel like that said Barf's Burritos. It should, for what's about to happen. definitely like some sort of fake logo. Yeah. It looked very reminiscent of like a million gas station burritos. Uh, God, it's so gross. And, like we were saying before, very dead alive. This is a very dead alive scene. I feel like this scene is 
it's got to be love for dead alive because it's like it's so perfect and that's the biggest roll of duct tape I've ever seen in my life. Yes, you can fix your whole house with that. But also, like, the piece he tears off is not long enough to go around. No! No, it's not, no not even close. No. And it's also not even, like, tight around his neck no. or anything. But it, who cares? It's great. It's perfect. <laughs> and it just looks like they exploded jam in there. Well, and let's talk about We haven't really talked about it a whole lot because we've gotten off on so many tangents. Uh, the effects in this are phenomenal. Yeah. Oh yeah. They really are. So Even the much of the makeup on the zombies is fucking incredible. It's really good. It's With subtle, all the, the veins and stuff, it's really, yeah. really good. Even beyond like the bottle in his head, like their their makeup is fantastic. Yeah. And, oh. and it's we so much of just practical. Here. Yeah. Very there little CG, most yeah. of it Panub's head. Yeah. Um some stuff with the hand, but like most of it is practical effects and it's it's very fortunate because so many movies that came out around this time oh yeah relied heavily on cg and it's made some of them almost unwatchable yeah i like how she's just looking at people at hands hands. yeah (laughs) but like why does she go to the bowling alley because that's the place where hands are like yeah that's a good (laughs) question i'm trying to remember if they set that up in any way i think she's just scoping out people with weird hands yeah she's just like i know a place to look at hands maybe there's like something to the lore where like you know it likes to bowl yeah yeah the hands (laughs) likes to bowl maybe the last guy was he wearing a bowling shirt i'm trying to remember the guy that was in jail i don't know his little hand, it looked like, uh, as much as I hate to reference anything from Scary Movie, it looked like Chris oh, Elliott. Oh, yes. With the little I yeah. hate that. Ugh, so do you, think, do you think it like jumped from that guy to him? I think that it's, it, look, and they don't explain any of this. I they think don't it have goes to. to people that have idle hands. And I, I think, well, and that's, that's yeah. what I think, yeah. is that just the laziest sacks of shit. Yeah. That's... It it travel like they didn't have to make contact or anything necessarily. Yeah. Mm. Well, it shows that it travels on a pentagram. It possesses the laziest fuck up it can find. Yeah. Is that what? It's, yeah. That's what she there you said. go. She's totally explaining time. it now. Um, Asking you, but I find. I think <laughs> part of the advantage of not explaining the lore too thoroughly is then they've got the freedom to kind of do whatever. Do whatever with mm-hmm. it. Because once you start nailing too much stuff down, you're really restricting how creative you can get and oh, how much yeah, fun you sure. can have. <laughs> She's really glorious in this movie. And he is so gross. <laughs> He's up there, kitten. What are you talking about? That guy's my hero. That guy's badass. I based my game on him. Oh, yeah. He's like, I He's... got some balls for you. <laughs> He's all, all about game. He actually did say that. <laughs> he said, I've got some balls for you Because yes. he was in a bowling alley um, And that's how you get the ladies I don't know She's how somehow cut off doing more cars it. In an RV Yeah yeah, That was incredible Well, and he knew exactly where they were going And yet for some reason waited until the last second to say yeah. Turn left Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to tell you where to go ah, Beautiful I love how he looks like he's grossed out. Yeah, with the bottle sticking out of his head, his buddy's neck bleeding beans. <laughs> Chicks dig winners. One of the are one of the top ten big turn-ons. 
Mm. All right, guys, I'm down to my last three beers from this variety pack, and I don't remember what they are. So we're going to do a little experiment here. Oh, oh God. Where I find out if this is any good or not. I love that his solution to this entire problem of, like, is just like, oh, you should smoke some more weed. He's like, it's fine. You cut your hand off. You're not responsible for it anymore. Yeah. Like, they're, they really are pieces of shit. In the best way, but, you know. But I also like how he tries to make some big, like, speech about how it's his duty and everything. He's like, let's just go. Who gives a shit? Yeah. All right, so I've got Elysian Dark of the Moon Pumpkin Stout. Dark of the Moon. <laughs> Dark of the Moon. <laughs> this guy has the worst tattoos. I don't think I've in the history of movies. I don't. I don't even totally know what stout means, but I think I'm not going to like it. Probably um, not. Stout's yeah, pretty dark. Thick, it sounds. Heavy. It sounds too yeah. manly to me. Yeah, I, I'm like not a fan a, of stouts. Guinness or something. It smells like. It it's smells like, like a pumpkin farted in here. It's like eating a bowl of oatmeal only oh, gosh. in a beer. Yeah. That sounds really weird. Mm, I don't care for that. Yeah, I didn't think you would. It's very Oof. much. It's a lot. I should have gotten some Jacko Blast. Oh, man. I haven't seen Jacko Blast. I don't think they make it anymore. I, don't I think, think it, that I don't think it, it was like a flash in the pan, and we had our Jacko Blast moment, and I now... I think we got a couple of years with Jacko yeah. Blast, and... And he's gone. Yeah. It was good. Uh, rest that, easy, Jacko uh, Blast. Her we getting hit by that car was wild. Yes. The, uh, yeah. That was wild. Well, and the fact that, fly. And the fact that they managed to back out without running over her? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Because they clearly didn't see her. <laughs> And he does this gross, like... <laughs> He's looking around. Really horny, like, CPR thing. It's so gross. It worked, though, I guess. He woke her up because he's just that gross. Well, that's what she says, barf yeah. breath. And he's like, I do have barf breath. Yeah. Barf breath. Barf breath. Barf Barth from, from uh, you right, so on television. television. <laughs> <laughs> Do I heard that. <laughs> so they're dressed like Kiss and they're playing like an Ace Freely song. But I will say when this song was playing, I was like, ooh, this music sucks. Why aren't they playing Kiss? <laughs> that was my first thought. So. I, I'm willing to bet it was much cheaper to get an Ace Freely yep, song I'm than sure. to get a Kiss song. I'm sure. Yes. They're like close enough. But the problem is nobody knows that. Yeah. I think it's funny that his costume is kiss makeup and a, and kiss, a kiss shirt. T-shirt. Yes. And a ponytail on top he of his head. It and a hers lot. are just her tits are out, which, you know. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, that's all you need really. And tits. Yeah. Which uh, yeah, honestly, most costumes can be just whatever and tits and you're yeah. good. That's yeah. that's how yeah. the the whole sexy fill in the blank phenomenon has yeah. happened. Yeah. I saw a sexy Chinese takeout once. God, those boobies are very voluptuous. Not bad. It's <laughs> like you're getting real handsy there. Man, that, that thing <laughs> yeah. is going at them. It's really needing them. And, like, her boyfriend is a total... <laughs> how is this hand? Yeah, I don't know. So strong. Uh, it's cares? like how, how does Chucky kill people? 
Right, right, right. Like, you have to just, like, forget about any sort of leverage or physics ever. It's demonic force, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly exactly it. That's what it is. I do love how Foggy's holding his fucking head on. Yeah. And he he keep, that's, it was like uh, when Anton, you know, earlier before he cut his hand off, in every scene, he's still doing business with yeah. his hand, even oh, if yeah. it's not the focus of the scene. Yeah, yeah he's he still kept doing it up some the like whole time, shape. and it's, that's Penub's doing though, the yeah. same thing. Yeah. yeah, every time you see him, even when he's dancing later, yeah, he's holding his head. Yeah, on. he is. He's like, I don't know. It's, it's just, really it's great. Awesome. Yeah. You know, it's not main great. Guys are, are these fucking glorious. fucking douche nozzles I, I playing disagree. the Ramones. I love them. I will say when I saw this as, as a, a teenager or preteen. You know what also isn't great? I. Sorry, her dancing it sucks. Go on. It's it's <laughs> really bad. Go on. Sorry. So when I saw this as a preteen, I straight up thought that I want to be sedated was an Offspring song because I was like super into the Offspring and I was like, oh man, I wonder what album that's on. That's cool. Well, I'll say, uh, I'll, I will go with you on that one and say that. I didn't know Smash It Up was not an Offspring song. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck, I hate that I have... Because I like that song. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I hate that I have to like a song by the Offspring that I found out it's actually by the Damned. And I was like, oh, cool, I don't have to listen to these fuckers. I can go buy a Damned (laughs) album and hear that song. A much better version of it. What is this guy with the Burger King hat and the Joker suit? It's fucking weird. What is that... That woman wearing a tablecloth and a weird mask? There's yeah. a there's some interesting costumes here. Yeah, you could definitely. Uh, th- this would be more of a uh, blog write up, like freeze yeah. frame pictures. Yes, it would be very good. There, so there's like a a belly dancer, of course. There's like three belly dancers. There's genie, I guess, with glasses on back there. Yeah, there's an angel. That guy's dressed up like an asshole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love his little dance. I really don't his fucking like him. Uh, yeah, Penub's dance is hilarious. Yeah. yeah He's just great. so happy to be dancing with that devil girl. Yeah. Tanya, right? Yeah. Sure. I hope, <laughs> I, I hope it works out for him. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he gets a piece of that. No, actually, there's a moment after this where Seth Green is like, because they start making out, and he's like, this is literally illegal! <laughs> yeah. So here we have, I can't remember the actor's name. Oh, super creepy. he's from uh, Son of the Beach. Yeah. He's, like, this guy's been in lots of, he's a character actor who's done a lot of comedy stuff. He's so hilarious. Like he's always playing, like, a principal or, like, someone in charge. He has and he's that always, look. like, mildly creepy and yeah. weird in some way, I think. Yeah, for sure. And this is just a great little cameo, and, and another great death. Uh, death. I still never saw Kyle Gass. I don't believe he's in this. Dude's wearing penny loafers. This is like the grossest. Ugh. <laughs> this it's is like he's a school principal that he's there to like chaperone the dance, and he's in his office calling a sex line. I mean, I doubt to, it's like, really that far fetched. And now he has no wiener. It's true. It's pretty He's, funny, though. This man, this man has, has no, no dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> the hand coming out of the fly, that's the oldest trick in the book. That's funny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> That'll never not be funny. I mean, dick jokes are always funny. It's true. Always. 
thrilling. Bingo. That's <laughs> such a thrilling good music. <laughs> These subtitles are like top notch. Yeah, no, yes. they're really. I want to know who did them because they did a great fucking. They job. spent a lot of time on it. Well, and I'm wondering now. Uh, as we mentioned, this is a Scream Factory release, and I haven't watched many with subtitles. I'm wondering if this is just common to those. Like, if you yeah. are getting the oh, deluxe, maybe, yeah. you know, maybe subtitles. they went and redid them and like did their own thing. I I love. I that. think that's possible. I'll, I'll have to go back because I've still got the DVD of this. I'll never get rid of it because, it, like I said, it's the first one I bought, yeah. so it's weirdly sentimental to me. And. The DVD has sweet-ass, old-school animated menus. Oh, nice. Nice. That's awesome. Which I can't tell you how many DVDs I've got where I just won't get rid of them because <laughs> they, the new editions don't have those menus. The House of Thousand Corpses. I was just yeah. getting ready to say. Yeah. One that of the best, the best ones ever. That is the best DVD menu yeah, ever. ever. Well, okay. So that one's amazing. Yeah. But the UHF DVD Oh, menu yeah, yeah, yeah. Is... I don't know. The, the, it's a lost art. I don't know why animated menus went away. I don't either. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. I also love that we find out that, like, Debbie's plan all along was just to stab the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. She's like, no, I have a way to cure it. You're going to die, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You evil hosting fuckstick. <laughs> I, do, I do like how he's like... It kind of almost like it's like he's forgotten about the demon thing, and he's just mad about him taking his car. Yeah, you know that is what he's mad about. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, you can go ahead and do what you want, but I'm still pissed about my truck. But he is like, I think the knife's a little much, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the fucking druid time. <laughs> and again, it's just funny. If this movie had come out now. It, even in some limited capacity, that watch would be available to, to purchase. Oh, yeah. And I would totally buy one. Because it's awesome. <laughs> it's really yeah, fucking it cool. Pink. <laughs> Let's, I'm going to just see if Six anything... Six minutes of midnight druid time. I'm going to see if anything comes up for Idle Hands watch. Probably okay. not, because it's so elaborate. I'm making a note of what time it is now. Because she's like, oh, we've got six minutes. And there's a lot more movie after this. Oh, of course. You put in Idle Hands Watch and everything is, watch Idle Hands Online. Ah. I hate our fucking modern world. It's stupid. What do I have to look up? Idle Hands Wrist Watch? Pocket Watch? Druid Watch. Druid Watch. Oh, there you go. Druid. Look at her gajongas. She's got huh? huge tracks of land. No, I'm not getting anything. That's a shame. Yeah, it, I mean... Okay, now, what about... They might not have the market that we think. There are a... There's, like, several lines of inhalers, or pipes that look like inhalers. That's, like, a thing. Oh, okay. I wonder... Not because of this movie. I think it's just a thing. I wonder if it, like, came from this thing. Maybe, yeah. This could have been the start of it. Oh man, that would have been a good freeze frame. Like there was like it showed every costume in there. For yeah, a second. and some of them are really suspect. Yeah, some of them it's just some shit that they have lying around in the props. That shit's amazing. Just rips the fucking top yeah. of his skull off. And it looks great. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And he looks very surprised. Yeah. <laughs> As one would be, I think, if a 
disembodied hand fell on <laughs> your head and of, yeah. ripped your scalp off. It's like giant like jack o' lantern like situation behind him. Behind the band looks insane and way too cool for a school dance. I know. Did Definitely you ever, way too cool for the offspring. Did you ever go to a school <laughs> dance that had like a band? No, that like, no, that doesn't happen outside oh, no, of movies no, and TV shows. My school dance. <laughs> but like, I had never ever been to a school dance that looked no. anything like this. Bowl. No, the closest anything. We have like three balloons and a streamer. The closest anything I've been to that looked like this was that uh, Atlanta Zombie yeah. Apocalypse yes. party. Like yeah. now. Was glorious. That was that shit. That was like a Halloween party out of yeah. movie. That made. I mean, it, it seriously. It like made my life. Yeah. yeah. It was because I never imagined. It's so I funny would that go, all of us were there. It is. It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I never imagined. You know, you you watch all this stuff as a kid and a teenager and whatever, where Hollywood, you know, does this shit up in ways that never happen in real life. But then you know Shane and his crew. Yep. Made it happen. Yeah. Made a real one. He gave all of us that one moment oh, where shit. we could go does to that, that mean, party. Does that mean we were the offspring in that moment? You were. Fuck we you. were playing. Yeah. I remember you guys playing. I don't like you I anymore. Don't. I was drunk. I don't yeah, I'm trying to remember. I was really drunk. We played night. really late. We were like I got Yeah, I don't think I even saw you guys. We played like super late. I was I And it was fucking freezing. It was it was freezing. so cold. Yeah. I got stuck in my corset that night and everybody passed out so nobody could help me out of it. <laughs> 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 Somehow, I don't know, it was the whole thing. I ended up waking up topless the next day. There was a Christmas tree in the room. It was a very strange night. This shoe <laughs> is fucking unstoppable. <laughs> it really is. Like, that's like, that's not Party City. She spent some money on that thing. Yeah, that that's a, uh, that's a Wait, Louboutin or something. I don't that, know that's a thing, shoe. right? I don't, why are you looking at me? Because you're the not- fancy shoe lady. Yeah. Yes, that's that's your, you know how I'm always everybody wearing knows, stilettos. Yeah, know about I know all about you them, and actually. your you and your fancy Italian loafers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Look, you're you're I've wearing got closets and closets the, full of Italian loafers. Those are some what you're wearing right now. Some kind of fancy iguana skin or something. Yeah, yes. it, it literally yes. does look like iguana skin. <laughs> yeah, these are my iguana skin shoes. I think it's kind of weird that you're wearing them with jeans and a t-shirt, but I mean, you know. She skinned it herself. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually just two iguanas that I hollowed out my feet You just into. stuck your, yes. your feet into an iguana's mouth? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just two iguanas. <laughs> it's fine. They sacrifice themselves for fashion. I've never been inside of an air vent, but I can't imagine that two people could crawl side by side in one. This no, is so good. No. You know. Oh, this sucks. And the the way that he the bottle gets caught, and obviously it's not really caught, but he's just the way he moves his head and everything. You buy it. It oh, looks yeah. it looks great. This bitch. She's <laughs> fucking hysterical. But she's so good. Like yeah. oh, yeah, this yeah. is the, you know she's the the screamy. Screaming ninny roll. That is a essentially. Course. That is a great fucking reveal. That like when the rope starts going. Up, oh yeah, it's so good. I mean, so it's like the hand can fly around. <laughs> it pretty much can. Yeah. And also, like, why wouldn't she get up underneath her and pick her up? She's just like, <sighs> work it out for yourself. 
But she's, also, she's like, when trying. the shoe moved, I, I assumed that the fam would cut the, the... You would think it would save her. Right. But, yeah, no, it doesn't save her. But it, well, but it wouldn't. It would. It would wind it up like that because it didn't have enough momentum to just cut through it. Because the rope was hanging against the fan yeah, blade, I guess you're right. so when the fan started, it wouldn't have cut through it. It would. It would have done that. Yeah. And I, look, but I'm not trying to like. It does set up this great moment right uh, here. Yes. And this moment is glorious. Oh no, I prefer her. I'm exploring. not going through all of this, Tanya. <laughs> And what's funny is they get away with being so macabre because they're fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you want to get a piece. (laughs) Like they can say literally anything at this point. Because they've been murdered. Yeah. Yeah. And now we get into They don't have to give any fucks. No, no. Now we get into some puppetry. And it's great. Which is great. Um and I I feel like they talk about this in the real commentary. That is the creepiest little fucking yeah, puppet ever. Yeah, I love it. The other one's funny, but this one's creepy. I think the director made... He definitely made the... The thumb-looking the, one? Yeah. I, I, if, if I'm remembering that, because I haven't listened to that commentary in years, I believe he made the thumb one, but he might have made the other one, the white one, too. But yeah, this, this thing. <laughs> yeah. It looks like Dilbert on crack. And once again... Why can't we buy this somewhere? Like, whether it's on Etsy or whatever. I want this puppet. Yeah. Sadly enough, I don't think this is, like, a popular movie. I love this movie. Yeah, I don't know that it's even, like, really got cult status. No, I don't either. Sadly. And it should. Yeah, it absolutely should. This movie is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah, if you don't love it, you need to fucking sit down and watch it again. Maybe in, like, several years. It's been twenty. It, yeah, it's already two yeah. years since yeah, the movie came out. Sure. How how old does it have to get? So get this. This is this is completely insane to me. Um, Rodman Flinder. He's a Corman guy. He worked for Corman first. Nice. Um, Uh, this is such a weird way to kill somebody. <laughs> this is one of those stupid Wikipedia's where it doesn't just list what they've done. It does paragraphs. Ugh. Just give, uh, me, give me bullet points. So please. he directed Leprechaun 2. Uh, he's done multiple episodes of The Office and Ugly Betty. Chicago Hope, Gilmore Girls, and The O.C. Uh, did some Tales from the Crypt. And yeah. that's like it. Huh. so fucking weird. Yeah, yeah it is. Because this is such a, like, competently made movie. I mean, it's so good. Yeah, he's great. he just great. stepped away from yeah. doing stuff? Um, no, because he's, he's got a few things here and there. Uh, he directed episodes of the Scream TV show. Okay. Hmm. I uh, heard that was okay. I, I haven't seen it. People of Earth. He's done a lot of TV, I guess. It's, yeah. It looks like most of what's on here is TV after this. But it's just weird to me. But, I mean, this movie didn't do well. It's not like it... Yeah. It's amazing, though. Yeah, it's fantastic. But yeah, it's but one dark of those... Comedy, dark comedies usually don't do well. Like, yeah. That's it's, a thing. It's one of those that, like... It's too weird and, and good, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's too weird for, like... Normal people. Kicking Anton. Oh my gosh. This movie 
bombed like a motherfucker. Really? Budget twenty five million. Box office four point two million. Jesus Christ! Damn. It. Oh yeah. Bombed. Yeah, yeah, bombed. Yeah, Holy shit! This movie's amazing. You guys suck. Yeah, guys seriously. Um, it bombed so bad that Wikipedia doesn't even have a reception section for it. She was like almost crashing into that ceiling for like an hour. Yeah, it was a very bizarre way to kill someone. Fuck. This is a, and I don't give a shit about Rotten Tomatoes. Matter of fact, I, I'm kind of against Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it has a 15% rating on there. That's insane. That shit's fucking dumb. Like, yeah. yeah. I, 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 you, I everyone is wrong. I every single thing they say on there. <laughs> I do love how anticlimactic that is. That's it. And originally, the ending was going to be this huge sequence in a pool with like a wall of hands and this really elaborate thing. And the studio yeah, was like, perfect. we're not paying for that. Yeah. So instead yeah. we get this, which I think is, it goes with the movie better. No, I, I love that. Because sometimes with, especially with like horror comedies, sometimes if you go too big at the end... It ruins it. it. And it's because you go too long without laughing. Yeah. It, it like ruins you, the tone. Yes. So, the, I mean, this was, I think, perfect for this. And especially with this follow-up. Yes. <gasps> of her sweet ass. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I mean of the car falling on him. <laughs> She's our age. It's fine. I. When this movie don't... was made, she was 18. Wish she was eighteen. Oh she my was gosh. born in eighty one. Well, I ninety nine. I was twenty three. So that's still kind of weird. How does she not? I mean, that that's not weird at all because a five year difference is literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was I supposed to say that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She has nice, nice pieces. I don't know. Eighteen and twenty-three is a whole lot different than. Uh, My husband is a is like, a, a, a um, literally a toddler. Yes, <laughs> he's a child bride. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I mean, when this movie we, came out, we, to put things into perspective, when this movie came oh, out, geez. my husband was twelve. <laughs> I was 23. So, that tells you When a you lot. guys leave, let me know if you need help getting him into his car seat. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he looks like, like, with his hair washed, he freaks me out. He looks like Tim from Tim and Eric. Oh, he does. Holy yeah, shit. It's weird. That's funny. Well, especially, part of it is because his... Neck is kind of smooshed yeah. up over the cast. I think that's because he's a, he's got a pretty strong jawline, but yeah. right there it's kind of smooshed up looking. Smooshed jawline. Yeah, yeah. So here we go playing Santeria for some reason. Yeah, I yeah, don't. When like When they that. have the appearance of like the heaven angels, they're playing Santeria. I like Sublime, but I completely understand anybody who does not like Sublime. I get it. Uh, but but it's, it's just an odd 
musical choice. It is. Yeah. But yeah, once again, like, dude's totally gonna go to jail. Like, yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah. uh, percent. Somebody checks out his. I house. mean, unless they buy the story about his hand. I mean, his parents like, are buried in the backyard. Oh, my hand was possessed. Yeah. That's why my dead, my dead parents are buried room. in the backyard. And there's cops in the living room. He's one hundred percent going to jail for the rest of his life. As soon as he, there's probably a cop outside the door of the hospital room right now. Definitely should have just died. And this is such a good little callback yes. to uh, earlier when he said Anton screams like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love, like, I'm under the bed painted on the ceiling with glow-in-the-dark paint. is my favorite thing. It's glorious. Uh, so that is Idle Hands. We, we, talk, I, we spent at least 15 minutes talking about the movie, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, more than that. It's it's well, it's hard to watch something that's this firmly set in the late '90s, when the late '90s were such a formative time for you know for me personally. Yeah. Uh, so many of the coolest things that I did before my twenties slump happened in the late '90s, like just the pop culture of the time and like. The, the most fun jobs that I've had and the carefree life that I had at that time. My uh, life sucked in the late 90s, but... <laughs> but, <laughs> but you did get to watch Idle Hands. shit was pretty rad. So. Yeah. And Ryan, you were 12. Yeah. And you I were, thought, for, for this one, you were old enough to, to see it at the I, time. Yeah, I thought this fucking shit was hilarious. So, this is something that, for the listeners, if, if you haven't seen this i don't know why you just listened to this without watching it but, yeah you but, really but should. thanks for being a listener i guess yeah uh I, I really wish more people would see this movie i think it's uh, obviously it's massively underappreciated those oh, yeah. ratings are ridiculous. underrated that's it's, bullshit it's yeah. hilarious it's gory it's creative and i've never met anyone who didn't like this movie that's seen it yeah no no i haven't either i've, I've never run into anyone in because i've uh, this is one of those movies that i love that when I find out somebody likes horror, at some point it's going to come up. Yeah. And I've never had anybody say, oh, that fucking movie, why would you like that? Nobody's ever said that. No. Now people have said I haven't seen it. Yeah. But uh, it, it's that's the thing is it's like, it's so successful at everything it does. Yeah, any any sort of hate for this movie is completely uh, like I feel like undeserved. Some, I feel like it's some snooty reviewers. Like uh, It's got to be. It's yeah. got to be. And, you know, horror comedy is, it's a thing that, like, I think a lot of critics love to hate. And yeah. fuck them. Fuck yeah. them, because this is a great movie. Absolutely. Oh, shit, oh hey, was Shout the Devil in this movie? I didn't even hear it. Oh, wow, it was. It. That's crazy. It I'm disappointed that Pop That Coochie is not on the soundtrack. Yeah, that's insane. I'm not buying it anymore. Damn it. All right. So, before we go, we got to do what we do. Where can we find you guys online? What are you up to? Obviously, the casket creatures have a very busy schedule uh, coming up here. Uh, it's still like half as busy as usual. Well, yeah, but 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 compared to yeah, last... but compared to last year, holy shit! Right, yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's uh, we we got a lot of shows coming up. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and uh, Neon Warlords. We're we're really. Trying to get out there, I just created an Instagram, so you know you could say things are getting pretty serious. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's when you know something really is is a real thing. Is oh, when, yeah. once there's an Instagram account. Anyone can have a Facebook page, but it takes fucking balls to create an Instagram. Yeah, once you're on Instagram, it's it's straight it's to the moon from there. Absolutely. Uh, Nicole? Uh, you can battle cougar on Instagram. You can battle cougar? You can, you can, you can battle, battle cougar. cougar. Uh, you can find me at battle cougar. I mean, I, whatever. But uh, Follow the shoe pictures. Yeah, you can see pictures of my iguana shoes. <laughs> Um, I got some new rockin' hair that I'm gonna, like, put pictures up of. It is rockin'. It is pretty sweet. And you guys, for the listeners that have not seen it yet, you guys are in for a treat. This is actually some pretty badass hair. Um, and if you want to buy our candles, uh, Cadaver Candle Co. Cadaver Candle Co. Also check out, uh, Rockin' Ryan and the Spark Plugs. (laughs) (laughs) You are a dildo. I don't know. I don't have anything. Is he, a, is he a witch still? Yeah, I don't have anything to do with witches. <laughs> Happy Halloween! And that is a wrap on Idle Hands, Needless Things, episode 380. Lots of stuff has gotten shuffled around. We actually recorded that episode a few weeks ago because I knew how busy everyone's October tended to be. And Arian is so busy. You know, he he's out hitting all the haunts and uh, hanging out with all the spooky kids. He couldn't even make the recording. In, in September, he was already booked st- straight on through. Uh, so we, we, uh, we recorded a little bit early just to be sure it would be done. Uh, and then things had to be shuffled around uh, because my internet was out one night and we couldn't do our dead man's playlist which will be next week uh so i had to switch that in the dragon con evil dead episode uh just it's october well and you know what it's life there's always going to be something that's changing your plans and that's just what life is life is a series of accommodating things basically And that's okay, because we all just do the best we can. And right now, the best we can is just being as spooky as possible. Watch, I've been, uh, this is a fun thing I've done uh, the last couple of years, I think, is on Facebook, which I understand Facebook is is disgusting and awful, but I've I've filtered it down to only pleasant people. Like, uh, anybody anybody who pissed me off was blocked, like, long ago. Uh, Because I'm just there to have fun. I'm not there for any other reason than to just post pictures of, like, pugs in spider costumes. Uh, but I I've, have a photo album that's all of the spooky stuff that I've been watching this year, and it's just a fun little thing to do. I watch a movie, and, and I throw the poster up in there. It's just a fun way to follow along. Stuff like that. Do what you can. Have fun. I love you guys. You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.